0: This is Cultivate a Good Life, Episode 84, Speak Your Truth, with Courtney Brown. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Guess, our show. I guess that's what we we'll it. <laughs> the show. Welcome to the show. Wow. Put a microphone in front of Becky Proudfit. I know. That'll get little, you going.
1: I think I have a lot of energy today.
0: <laughs> you do. It's good. I mean, it's a show, but we don't mean that in a, like we're the ones on stage. It's a show because it's a podcast. That's all.
1: I'm not going to lie though. I pretty much loved it. It's like what our friend Allison Faulkner says. Yeah. She built her own stage and stood on it. Right. We created our own show. And we... And we spoke into the mic. And we spoke into the microphone. Because you better believe that when I was little, I used to take videos of myself pretending to be Oprah. You are not Oprah. Kidding, are you? Of course, I'm kidding. I didn't kidding. know that. Oh yeah, there's got there's a high school video somewhere of me and my friend Catherine and Sarah, <gasps> and we would good. like put chairs up and interview each other. Oh, and so stop it. If I would have like ever admitted what my secret dream was, it would have totally been to be like a talk show host stop or like it. a daytime TV show host. What? And okay, so, I literally, think we know
0: pretty each other pretty well. Yeah, <clears throat> that is not a fun fact that I knew about you. Oh yeah, but you knew about me that I dreamt of and pretended to be the teacher in front of the classroom the teacher I was administering tests she <laughs> had papers. her neighborhood
1: on a very strict curriculum <laughs> I did. and a very structured day yeah They're all the better for it and I was in my basement pretending to interview my friends
0: you know what? It's kind of really sweet, actually, to think about these childhood, like... I love it. Yeah, the childhood play. But well, yes, Brooke
1: Walker, super- your job is my dream job.
0: <laughs> oh, and you guys, Brooke Walker, how we love her and how we love Courtney Brown. Oh my goodness, you guys, we picked the best guests ever. I have to brag. I just think, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a tickle in my throat today. I We have the greatest friends and the greatest... Associates and the greatest people that we are associated with in so many ways. And what an honor it is to be able to not just know these people, rub shoulders with them, and develop friendships with them, but invite them to be here on this podcast where they get to add their voice. And today we're so honored to help amplify the voice of our friend Courtney, who, as you listen to this conversation, you will quickly learn. That she is right now in the thick of one of the greatest challenges of her life. So mm. we are humbled, honestly, that she was willing to be so raw and open and to share in such a way that we leave this conversation feeling like a better version of ourselves.
1: Courtney, to me, is everything. Like, she embodies what it what womanhood is. Mm. She is this powerhouse woman in her tiny adorable like shell she's beautiful (laughs) but what makes her so beautiful is not just that she's a stone-cold fox but that she is so open and she owns every piece of who she is and she is finding the beauty um and the strength in the very hard things she is currently going through and in how she approaches her life mm-hmm. and how that bleeds over into her business as she's created this business through her company sense of style helping women to feel empowered and and bold and having bold and full lives she is truly one of the greats and we could mm-hmm. not love her more she's one of those people that you can truly say I am so honored to even be able to call you friend. Totally agree. You guys are going to love this conversation so much. But
0: first, let's hear a quick word from this week's sponsor.
1: As you hear from us on the podcast or see glimpses of our life on social media, you know that both Becky and I love having fun with clothes. I'm definitely the more robust consumer of the two of us. And when I find a staple piece that I love with the right price, I buy it in all the colors. I also love taking a risk and trying something new and different for me if I can find it at an affordable price.
0: If only there were a brand who could fit all those needs. But wait, there (laughs) totally is, you guys. Sense of Style was built upon the values of helping women to look, feel, and then do good. They curate a collection of tried and true basics like BP's favorite, the Tig Pullover Sweater, and a mix of the latest daring fashions, all for the price that makes, well, sense. Get it?
1: <laughs> I love this brand so much. I signed on to become a brand ambassador so I could share all my favorite finds from Sense of Style with you every month on my Instagram at Becky Proud You will love Sense of Style, and we know that you will find something perfect for you, all within your budget. You can find all the goodness that Sense of Style
0: has to offer at mysenseofstyle.com, and that's C-E-N-T-S. And make sure you check back regularly for awesome sales and new releases. Welcome, Courtney. Welcome to Cultivate a Good Life. How are you doing, friends? I am doing... Doing great tonight.
2: Are
1: you yes. I've got the Beckys here.
0: <laughs> it's I'm kind so of lucky.
1: Party. I'm totally fangirling, though, because you guys know this if you follow me on Instagram, but I am borderline obsessed with Sins of Style. Always wearing it always wearing it Mm -hmm. I buy multiples of lots of things because I love it so much in fact the sweater I have on I literally have in four colors and wear at least four days a week it's true it's true
2: I also own said sweater in four colors (laughs)
1: it's it's
0: so good so seeing your offices and just being here is kind of a thrill for me I hope that by the time this episode airs you guys some of you actually did get glimpses of the stories that we shared when we were visiting the offices of sense of style and visiting with Courtney because it really is an inspiring space that is so reflective of of who you are as a brand mm-hmm. and how you run this company and we're just we're so grateful to be with you
2: thank you i like it's such an honor i mean um did i hear a million downloads oh yes. that's thanks
1: for bringing that's so nice that, that you even brought that that's up. cute you know that but yes <laughs> yes we did we did so,
0: i mean I'm a big deal for Courtney, I'm just (laughs) going to say. Well, Courtney needs to be in a place where there are a lot of listens because, Courtney, you do have so many, you have so many things that we could talk about, truly, like, truly for real. We could talk business, we could talk family, we could talk the mix of both, both. We could tell stories about your own life experiences. Mm-hmm. And I love that there is something that has really resonated with you, that you're so feeling passionate to talk about that you didn't even know this is the thing I'm going to talk about until pretty much 5 minutes before we were recording.
2: So, that's isn't that when the best things happen? Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because you said, "What are you feeling?" and I had we had texted back and forth mm-hmm. about ideas, and I just sat here, went in inside for a moment, and I was like, Boom. oh, we're going there. <laughs>
0: yes. that's what it's supposed it. to be. Well, before we go there, let's go ahead and have you introduce yourself to our listeners. Who is Courtney Brown? What's your background, and where are you now?
2: Thank you. Um, first, seriously, it's an honor. Um, I'm just going to say that um, I have been um a becky higgins fan for a really long time oh i love you courtney you like, so um, sweet she is someone that i've looked up to and admired for probably over a decade and Aww. cute my other friend, Becky. The, the, the other like, Becky. I feel like we really need to come up with nicknames. Nope. yes. Oh,
1: okay. We can or... call her... Um... The real Becky. <laughs> <laughs> no, we joke.
2: BH and... BH and Profit. BH and Yeah. Maybe. I don't
1: know. But... But Becky Broutfit, who's actually a brand ambassador for yes, Sense she is. of Style. Yes, you, ba- uh-huh. don't you. Don't you worry that I actually mentioned that in the parking lot to oh, Becky. She sure I was like, did. don't you forget that mm-hmm. I'm a Sense of Style brand ambassador. brand ambassador
2: okay. who owns her style, owns her life, owns her story. That's You're, right. You're darn right idea. What we're all about here is Sense of Style. <laughs> yes. But just, I just want to say thank you. For thinking of me
0: and having me on. um, It wouldn't be complete without your voice. And we know that. We feel it deeply. And you're Mm -hmm. supposed to be here right now, right at this time, sharing this message.
2: Um, So I'll introduce myself. But exactly what Becky just said is it's like there aren't coincidences. Yeah. It's um, I'm going through one of the hardest times in my life. Mm -hmm. And I'm very honest about those things. Thank goodness. And um, but When you get an opportunity to share and have the courage to share your voice, it matters. Mm -hmm. So my name is Courtney Brown. I'm the CEO and founder of Sense of Style, which is an online women's fashion brand with a focus on looking, feeling, and doing good in your life. Um, But more important than that, I'm a mother and a wife. Mm. I'm the mother of an autistic child. I'm the mother. um, I'm an adoptive mother, and we are a transracial family. I am also married to my partner in all things, John Brown. When I say all things, we are business partners. We are uh, best friends. We parent together and we drive each other just a little bit crazy (laughs) sometimes. All the best ones. If you did
0: it, it'd be a little weird. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I love that, how you put that. I love it. Your partner in all the things. Yes, my
2: partner in all things. Yes. And um, I'm an advocate for women's empowerment. And when I say that word that has become such a, I don't know, buzzword these days, yeah. I mean, I'm, I am an advocate for women owning who they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Their stories, each piece of themselves, the light, the shadow, the good, the bad, mm. every piece, because it makes up who we are. You're speaking our love language. You (laughs) are. It's what
0: we believe as well. And I love that you've taken something that resonates so deeply with you. And it's not like everybody has to do it this way. But I love that you've created a business with that philosophy, that Mm -hmm. you've made it more accessible to help other women feel the same way. So our
2: tagline sense of style is look, feel, do good. Mm -hmm. Because I have this belief and I've seen it because I've been in business 13 years that when we look good on the outside, we feel good on the inside. And then guess what? We get to forget about it and go and do good in the world in which we live.
0: Love it. Oh, I love that. Such an empowering message. Mm-hmm. I wish, I wish that everybody didn't just think of clothes or makeup or things. It's just these materialistic, worldly things that just don't matter when really sometimes that can be some of the most empowering, accessorizing sort of ways in your life to get to the core of who you really are.
2: It's like most things. What intention are you doing it with? Right. Right. It's just what what are you bringing to it? Mm -hmm. Um, And honestly, I feel different when I feel different inside and I act differently when I feel good on the outside.
1: Mm I know. It's true. One of the things I Mm. love about sense of style, though, that um, being a brand ambassador is super fun because I'm always keeping an eye on all the new things that are coming is because the price point is so affordable, you can you can afford to take like fashion risks. And I feel like you can kind of figure out and try different things out. So you feel more yourself as you're kind of evolving in your fashion. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's the goal, right? Mm -hmm.
2: Is that it's like. You can try something that's a little bit outside yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We like to say we're the trusted friend. We're the girlfriend that's like, we know you don't think you should do it, but just, you know, like, Go just try. Yes. See how it makes it. you feel. Yeah. And when it's a, a reasonable price point, you're like, why not? Why, why do not? I, have to lose? I can try it. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: totally. That's empowering in and of itself. I love it. Oh. Okay, thank you for sharing kind of the backstory so people know like where you're coming from. And, and it's so cool to be able to see you, Courtney, the person as a CEO and a business person. But what you'll find out very quickly, you guys, is Courtney's successful in these endeavors and she's also human. Mm-hmm. And as you mentioned, you're also very much in the thick of one of the hardest seasons of your life. This isn't something that a lot of people feel comfortable even being vulnerable, vulnerable about and sharing when they're in the thick of it. I oftentimes think like I love to share things on the other side of an issue or a challenge because I'm able to be retrospective about this is how I got through it. This is what I've learned. This yeah. is how I grew from this experience. Thank you for being willing to open your mouth and share your voice right now to help inspire the rest of us to be better about that, even when when we are in the thick of challenges. Oh,
2: thank you. I might cry. You know what? That's great.
0: Do all the cries. So here's
2: here's the thing. Mm -hmm. I cuss a little and I cry a lot.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And we are friends. (laughs) Yes. Absolutely. So so you're in the thick of some stuff. Mm -hmm. Where do you want to begin in sharing your story? Which pieces of your story do you feel impressed to share? And and how does it relate to all of us?
2: Ooh. Okay. So, um a big question
0: right <laughs> it is a big question mm-hmm.
2: but the the so here's the thing i um i think it's really easy for us in this day and age to look at a pretty picture to look at an instagram feed to hear about a company started to um see see one snippet one piece one moment in someone's life and think we understand who they are
1: mm-hmm
2: but we as human beings, as spirit, as soul, are so multifaceted. And I really want to encourage, in in an effort for people to own their stories, to own each piece of them, to encourage talking and having the courage to talk about all sides of ourselves.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: All parts of our story. Um, We can talk about business. I love talking about business. I love business. I like what it's done for me. I've built a brand. I've built a life around business. Um, But there's other parts of me. And the most important part for me is my family. Yeah. Um, I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. I'm a mom of three kids. Um, I have a 14-year-old. An 11 year old and an 8 year old. Two are adopted. One is biological. That's a story for another time. My daughter is Latina. My son is black. My daughter is autistic. And she has diagnosed mental health issues. And they, I do sense a style. I am an entrepreneur. So that I can have the freedom to do more for and with them.
0: Mm,
2: I love that. Um, And right now, I didn't know I was going to talk about this, but Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about this. Two weeks ago tonight, two weeks ago tonight, um, my daughter was admitted to the University of Utah Neuropsychiatric Institute. Uni is what they call it here in Utah. But it's the um, psychiatric hospital. She's 14 years old and she's struggling. To say she's struggling is like minimizes it. Right. Mm -hmm. She had to be hospitalized. Yeah. At 14. And ladies, it wasn't her first time, it's her third time. And I'm not going to go into the specifics of the story, but um, I've been really quiet about it um, because of the shame associated with it, especially as a mom. Like the shame of your child having mental health issues is like an ever-present yoke weighting you down. Because your job as a mom is to keep them safe, to keep them happy, to keep them healthy. And what if your best efforts aren't doing that? Um, so, two weeks ago, we she was admitted. And um, a psychiatric hospital is not like when you're admitted to have your tonsil's taken out right. of your appendix, right? Your child stays there. Mm-hmm. And you do not. You're only allowed to come during visiting hours. And yet, I knew it was exactly what she needed. And f- quite frankly, what I needed. In order for us to continue to progress. Progress. And get into a healthier place.
0: A move that was brave in and of itself. But you're taking this to a completely different level. And you're opening your mouth about it. You're speaking up about it. And why do you feel impressed that right now in this season of your life, there's such a significance for you to be vocal about when you're in the thick of something that is incredibly challenging? In the state of Utah, which is where I live,
2: suicide is the – it's never been higher, Mm -hmm. especially among adolescents. It's an epidemic, Mm
1: -hmm.
2: and we don't talk about it, and we don't talk about what leads to it, and we don't talk about the pain and – The disconnection from self, from God, from family, from that leads to it. Mm. And we feel like we're walking in silence and alone. And I don't care who you are, mental illness, mental health has affected every single person. Yeah. And childhood mental illness, like, to be fair, people are speaking out against their own, with their own. They're being more honest about depression, right. anxiety, bipolar disorder, these things. But this idea that children have mental health issues, adolescents, we're starting to hear a little bit. But, like, it's just you don't hear anybody talk about it.
1: I think you're right. I think there is a lot of shame attached because as a mom, we were kind of fed this story, right, that if we are the perfect mom – then we can give everything and have these kids that are perfect, that don't have struggles, that we can keep them in such a great place with our amazing ability that we're going to keep them from struggling, that we're going to keep them from pain. And that's been something in my motherhood that's been a huge, huge eye-opening experience is um, is my best effort does not guarantee anything. It doesn't. And it's not supposed to because I'm not crafting a child. I'm loving and guiding a child in the best way that I can. I also don't know that it's
0: necessarily um, that we're being fed this story because I understand what you're saying, Becky. I think that a lot of the shame associated with maybe what we would deem as failures or or um, we just wish that that, that wasn't our kid's trial or whatever is is pretty self-inflicted in terms of the thoughts
1: oh for sure right
0: like the shame is but it's that s- fairy tale it's At that fairy that, tale yes it's not necessarily a, a story we're told as much as it is the narrative in our own heads it's not like somebody saying to us this is how it is if you are right. a perfect mom your kids will but be... it's
1: in the culture it's in that air it's we in the air yeah. It's, yeah it's in it all yeah. yeah and it's i just
2: honestly ladies i don't know why i felt like i needed to talk t- about it but i do know that um I spoke up two weeks ago, and I've said it out loud, and I don't have a significant personal following, right? Mm-hmm. I just, that's, it's never been the goal. Right. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you that I've received
0: hundreds. I believe
2: it. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. messages of women just saying, thank you. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to do. Moms. Wow. Yeah. Just like you and just like me. hmm Who are scared because nobody's talking about it. And it, and when nobody talks about things, you feel completely alone and the shame mm-hmm. continues. Mm-hmm. And it, it buries grows. You. It
0: fosters. It's yes. It
2: sits in the dark. Yeah. And it festers and it grows and it gets heavier and scarier.
0: Mm.
2: And our minds mm-hmm. just feed it. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden someone raises their hand and says, Hey, I'm going through this. And you're
0: like, I'm not alone. I'm not alone. It's Mm -hmm. not just me. It's not just us. Yeah. And I imagine the hundreds of messages that you got were the the gratitude that people felt. Really, it's rooted in connection. It's, It's rooted in, oh my gosh, they see me. I'm seen. I'm heard. I'm understood because she, somebody that I admire, she's going through this. Yeah. This is exactly why you have felt impressed to open your mouth because you could save... A lot of sanity, and you can help to save um, people's save people from a dark, dark place.
2: And thank you. And that's I think that's exactly all I can say is um, I felt called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I try very hard to answer calls. Yeah, mm. and um, and honestly, the other reason was is I needed support. Yeah. Good I needed point. to know that I wasn't the only one, the only one going through this, mm-hmm. that I wasn't on some island where people were like, oh, I, you know, mm-hmm. not that weren't empathetic. Yeah. They were maybe sympathetic. Totally different. Mm-hmm. Totally different. Right. But when someone else is like, girl, I've been there. Yeah. And it sucks.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you felt more supported? So much more supported. So it has blessed your life. You're blessing the lives of those who are feeling seen and heard. Yeah. And this opens the gateway and what you're feeling so impressed to talk about to owning every piece of your story in some ways at some times means opening your mouth. It doesn't have to mean that with every single corner and every, in fact, I think that's inappropriate to, to be in every facet of your life. Like There are things that are just for us. Absolutely. Not to sit in darkness and shame. That's not what we're talking about. But some things are just for you.
2: And we get to create those own bound our own boundaries yes. on those things. Yes, You'll notice that I'm not giving you specifics. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not telling you every little detail. Cause, mm-hmm. cause we because we don't need that. Because it's not appropriate right. and you don't need it. All you need to know is that I'm sitting in it. Mm-hmm. Right. And that there are other moms, there are other women, there are other dads, there are other children children They have really heavy things and it's not because they're bad oh no it's not because they've made some terrible choice it's because their brain chemistry the trauma they've experienced is the pain they carry inside it and they're trying and they're brave and they're warriors
1: they are totally trying to figure it out and they're fighting. Yeah. I feel impressed to to share a perspective because um, you guys know I've talked about my my sweet Jameson, my special needs 13-year-old. And um, something someone shared with me um, because I had always somewhere in my subconscious been like, what did I do? that caused this like what where did I fall short when he was a baby or when he was a? did I not read to him enough like what happened um, did I cause this right and she shared with me she said that one thing that she feels so deeply is that these children that are coming to the earth now are so amazingly strong and their spirits are so monstrous are so amazingly large that their physical bodies are having a hard time keeping up with the magnitude of their spirit and when she said that I felt the truth of that like that that is exactly how I feel about my Jameson is he is such a bright smart amazing person and his sweet physical body literally can't keep up with how awesome he is Literally. And so it causes all this disconnect and that causes him a lot of suffering and a lot of pain. And there's a lot of things that go along with that. But having that perspective, looking at kids who are, you know, children's mental health issues, these are increasing issues. And rather than saying it's because we're worse parents, I would argue that we are the most educated Capable. generation of parents mm-hmm. ever. You know, we have more information. We we are actively in in personal progress and all these things probably more than ever before yet these issues are occurring more and more and i really feel like that is what it is
2: and i just i have this belief the world according to courtney right (laughs) is that those of those children those anyone though that is like you know what i'll do it Mm -hmm. i'll take it on Mm. and they're here to break whatever generational chain of trauma and pain, mm-hmm. there that that is there. Yeah, right. Mm. I love that perspective. Is mm-hmm. you know, if we can pass down diabetes, mm-hmm. if we can have genetics, we can have genetics around m- mental health mm-hmm. and around depression and anxiety. It can, you know. If we can carry those things in our genes and I, along those same lines, Becky, it's like, I genuinely believe because I think the same thing about my girl Mm -hmm. is that she's so bright Mm -hmm. and she's the one that's going to be like, it ends with me.
1: Yeah, totally. Like,
2: I'll take it on. I will find a way to be a light. Yeah. In this. And I think that's why I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. She doesn't share my biology. Mm Mm-hmm. But nothing about when she came into my life 14 and a half years ago wasn't miraculous.
0: And the miracle continues.
2: And the miracle continues. And it continues for us as a family, individually, yeah. but also collectively. Because for whatever reason, I have, I have created a company in which I've met amazing friends who have incredible platforms. And I get to stand and be a voice. Yeah. Yeah. And I get to say, you know what, Mom? You're not alone. And you're not a failure. And you're not doing it wrong. And we're in this together. And that's why I feel so strongly about saying it. Because I think a lot of people look at my life and look at a lot of people's lives Mm -hmm. and only see the shiny parts. The pretty parts. Oh, totally. The parts that um, are curated. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But what I want you to know is, like, I'm all of it. I'm the shiny parts and the and the not-so-shiny parts, the parts mm-hmm. I want to hide. But I want to be courageous enough to speak it, the parts that, quite frankly, are really hard to say.
0: Yeah. Because
2: I don't get to decide how people receive what I'm saying. No.
0: Mm-hmm. It's never your choice. I don't get a part mm-hmm. in that. Mm-hmm. All
2: I get to say is, I'm going to say it. And they get to decide how it's received. And some are going to receive it in love and in gratitude. And Mm -hmm. that really helped me. And some are going to be like, I knew, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Look at me. I, you know? Yeah. Totally. If that's the thing they need, that's fantastic. Yeah. But I'm looking to connect with those that are like, I needed to hear that too. Because I've had moments. I've had moments in my life where I was down and I wasn't willing to speak when someone raised their hand and said, I'm going through this. And Mm -hmm. I was like, hallelujah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you for speaking up. So I don't feel so alone. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Let's talk then about this ownership of every facet of your life and, and how to apply that like for real, for real. So every single person that's listening to you right now Courtney has something. Every single person has something that is just hard. It's a hard place to be. It maybe it's a dark place to be or maybe there's a there's shame ridden in it or maybe it's just a, a feeling of loss or a feeling mm-hmm. of loneliness or maybe their own anxiety and depression. There's a million ways that we could feel alone and just we're hurting, right? Everyone has that at some level. What do you, what would you advise as a friend in terms of just like when you say owning that part of your story and every part of you, what does that mean? What does it look like to own it? Because I know it means don't hide in your wallow, don't wallow in your sorrows and don't hide in the corner and don't, don't shrink. But what's the opposite of that? How do we, how do we, what's the, what are the baby steps? Speak it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Bring light to it.
2: And it doesn't have to be on a platform. Write right. it in a journal. Right. Mm-hmm. Go to lunch with a friend. Instead of it having power over you, you have power over it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because when we own it, when we, when we speak it, when we write it, when we become aware of it, when all of a sudden the power dynamic shifts.
0: It's so true. Mm-hmm.
2: When we pretend yeah. it's not there. When it is that shadow behind us that we're like, yeah, pretending it's not there, Mm -hmm. and just like acting as if you know whatever, Mm -hmm. everything's perfect. Look over here. (laughs)
0: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. that never happens. (laughs) I
2: never do that, right? Right? (laughs) But when that it it, it's actually the thing we can't stop thinking about. Mm -hmm. It's the thing that is ever present that is just behind us as that shadow is and it's just and it and it it's engulfing us the fear the shame but all of a sudden when we shine a light on it when we acknowledge it the simple acknowledgement
1: yeah giving it a name giving Mm -hmm. it a name
2: Mm -hmm. whatever name you want to give it right um then perhaps the The finding someone who else is going through it, who has a story similar, um, the identification, all of that is part of owning it. Totally. Part of cultivating a good life is owning every piece. We don't have perfect lives. We don't. We
1: shouldn't. We shouldn't. We're not supposed to. That's right. 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 Can I just argue too that I think as you were talking about the shiny parts of our lives and the dark parts of our lives, I can say 100% that I would not have the shiny parts of my life without the dark parts. Amen. Building upon and standing on those dark things, those trials, the struggles, um, all those different shames that I've had to deal with, I wouldn't have the shiny pieces without that. Each of them.
2: Each mm-hmm. experience,
1: each emotion have made us who we are. and they're necessary. they're they're not just something to be dealt with or managed in your life, but I feel like if you can embrace it as like almost a friend, like these are the building blocks of our life and the building blocks of our character. And um, I think talking about it helps you get the opportunity to then frame what you're going through instead of hiding in shame, and then it becomes someone else is framing it for you.
0: I am so glad that you brought up framing because I'm sitting here thinking we've recently done two episodes um, that one is about identifying your truth. Another one is about documenting your truth. Mm-hmm. Um, what you're speaking to is is so connected to all of that because we all can sit here and tell stories about how the moment we decided to identify the thing mm-hmm. or write the thing or say the thing or share it in confidence you know, whatever, even with just one person, like you said, Courtney, it doesn't have to be a platform. You don't have to speak from a pulpit about it. That's not even the point here, mm-hmm. unless you feel called to do that. Right. Of course. Right. But the point is, is that when you do that and you identify it, you speak about it or you write about it, or you share it with in confidence with a friend and you name it. And it's, it, you, you own that piece of you in that way. It's one of the most empowering things you can do and I will tell you that if you want to feel dark and shameful then keep ignoring it. Yeah. Let absolutely. it let it just it's going to be it is a it's a weight. It almost feels physical even mm-hmm. just thinking about the weight of a burden that you're carrying that you no longer have to carry. And that is one way to let go of the burden is to open your mouth. You
2: said it so beautifully. And here's the this is the magic in it all. Mm-hmm. This is the thing That I believe is that when we bring light to it, it transforms.
0: Mm. It's so true.
2: It becomes instead of the thing, the weight, the dark, the heavy, the hurt, the pain, it becomes the magic. Mm. The same experiences that brought us to our knees that we thought we could never get through all of the sudden become... Our building blocks. Mm-hmm. They become those um, they become they become the magic, they become the love, they become the light, they become the thing that we that define us in the most beautiful ways mm-hmm. instead of in the heartache. Mm-hmm.
1: They show us our strength. Like it makes us really look our strength in the face. And I think sometimes strength is another thing we tend to run from. And it really forces you to come face to face with what you're made of. And in the most beautiful way, shows you what you're capable of.
0: Can I give a nod to a common friend that we have? Do you know where I'm going with this? Heidi Swap. We love Heidi. And as Courtney totally tears up as I'm saying that. Mm -hmm. I love Heidi so much. Mm -hmm. I know that you do too. I know that you have felt a strong connection to her. And I need listeners to know about... If you don't already know about what Heidi has done with some of the deepest, hardest challenges you could ever imagine, including losing a child to suicide, she has taken that and has shed light on mental health issues and yes. has shed light on how, how to help our youth and each other with stronger connections, and it goes on and on and on. She has taken something that has been such a deep and dark and hurtful challenge and trial in her life. And she has brought it to light. She has created a podcast called Light the Fight mm-hmm. with her, her her dear friend who was her son's therapist, David. And it is literally saving lives. Liz. And that is the power of opening your voice. Mm-hmm. You
2: said it. That's exactly where I was going to go. We literally turn lead into gold. Mm-hmm. Alchemy. Right? Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. it. Mm-hmm. We transform. Mm-hmm. We transform the dark, the hurt, the pain. Into light, Mm -hmm. into beauty, into and when that occurs, when we stand in who we are, when we stand in the light, and we and we shed light on the dark, all of a sudden other people can do the same. Yeah, when we're brave with our
0: lives, other people are willing to be brave with theirs. Yeah, you give them permission. Yeah, but Courtney, that takes courage. Mm -hmm. How does someone who feels not so courageous? how do they get to the point where they feel like there's maybe a chance they could they maybe just be a little bit courageous and I would
2: remind them they already are mm-hmm. mm, i like that they're living it every day they're showing up they're doing it yeah mama you're doing it you're already doing it right so true and when we just start recognizing where we've already shown courage in our life mm. When we can look back to a moment or a time and we're like, I did do that. It gives us a little more cur- courage in that moment.
0: Are you guys mm-hmm. getting that? You really do yeah. have to take the time to look back. Look back at where. Yeah. I mean, it's so easy for us to look back and feel failure or I wish I would have done it this way. Why or where that? did failure? I screw up? The hindsight I of
1: failure is so pronounced. Like it's so easy to look back and see with perfect clarity every way that you have failed but it's so much harder or maybe we don't give ourselves permission to to look back and say dang like i did that reframe it right
0: reframe it Mm -hmm. talk to that speak to that
2: so you can look back and be like oh i failed at that or you can be like okay So, so it didn't go as I planned, but what did I learn? Stop saying it was a failure and start saying, this is what I learned. Totally. Here was, so my husband and I have this thing where we say, what was the gift in the situation?
0: Mm. Mm. You guys write that down. Say it again, Courtney. (laughs) What was the question? What was
2: the gift in the situation?
0: Mm. That's like even better than what did I learn? Mm
2: -hmm. You guys, a gift. What was the gift? Mm. So we did it. She was up at the hospital and we were driving home and I said, what was the gift in the situation? And he said, we got a bed Mm. Mm -hmm. at the best place in the state. We got a bed. Yeah. She's with the best doctors. Totally. The best therapists. We got a bed. Mm. What's the gift? She's safe tonight. Yeah. She's safe
0: tonight. Mm hmm.
2: I get to sleep tonight.
0: Gift, gift, gift. Totally. I love that. But you were looking for it. But you have to look for it. You have to look for and it. And it becomes a habit.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it becomes a way of being. It,
2: um, so ask yourself. Ask yourself, what was the gift? What yeah. was the blessing? What was the lesson? What's the gratitude in it? Any of those will all of a sudden shift the perspective. Yeah. If we want to ask what was terrible about it, we'll find a list a mile long. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: But how does that help anybody? It literally serves no one. Right. Especially not yourself. Mm. So mm. every morning,
2: as a part of my own personal mindfulness practices, I, I do this. I look for gratitudes in my day. I look for. I call. We call it our foundational four. My yeah. husband and I do it together. <laughs> What's the foundational four? Every single we work together. Yeah. Right? yeah. We drive. We ten. We live ten minutes away mm-hmm. from the offices, and every morning on our drive together, we say three things we're thankful for. We're grateful for mm. three things we've accomplished. Now, why accomplishments? Because it's that thing. It's that I've done it before. I can do it again.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Acknowledging it. Yes. Mm-hmm.
2: And then we give three things we want. We say it out loud, our desires, our wishes. Kind of for our, that day. For that day, oh, okay. for that doesn't even have to be okay. that day. Yeah, right? just your dreams, your your dreams. Because one, there's power. You guys, there's so much power in our words. Mm-hmm, oh my gosh. For yes. sure. Our voice has power. And when we say things out loud, not just in our heads, when mm-hmm. we say them out loud. Or write them down. Or write them yes. down. just as powerful. They're powerful. Yeah. There's an intention behind it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've put it out there. We've said, I'm doing this. And I do it every single day. And the fourth thing is I give an intention, an, an, an intention for the day. Mm-hmm. Because we literally become what we intend.
1: Yeah. Yes,
0: it's true. These are couples' goals.
1: I know, right? (laughs) There's a hashtag for that. (laughs) That's an incredible way to start your day, especially as a couple. I love together that you do that because even if your goals are not, you know, my husband owns a company. I am not involved with that company. We don't work together necessarily, but being aligned. And I think there's so much power in letting your partner hear your dreams and aspirations and goals it's it's being on the same page even with two separate people and two separate lives
2: you could do the same thing in your own personal journal oh yeah Mm -hmm. you could um find a friend yeah right that
0: you're you
2: marco polo back and forth yeah yeah. no
0: that's really cool i mean it can be light it can be fun it can be be through video and you know some days it's really hard
2: yeah Yeah. i bet yeah some days i don't feel accomplished Mm mm-hmm but I find something
1: or some. I, I mean, honestly, we had talked about this in, I think, my cancer episode. But sometimes I was saying in that certain trials, everyone, everyone with me is like, oh, cancer, cancer is so hard. Cancer is not even in the top three hardest things I've been through because that was such a it was just me. And when it's just me, it's fine. I've been through much harder things. And those times when I was going through the anxiety, like the clinical anxiety and things with my kids, For heaven's sakes, getting showered was an accomplishment. Mm -hmm. Getting through the day. I remember when I was really suffering with anxiety after my fourth child, I texted my husband and I was like, I got out of my bed today and I didn't get back in my bed until nighttime. And that was a really big huge deal. That's a win. Yeah, total win. Huge win, actually. Huge.
0: Hmm. But but how much better is it that it didn't just happen? But she articulated it to yes. her husband. That's what I loved most about that experience. Because it's not you could also you... hear
1: that and be like, "What a loser! Your right. goal today was not to get guests back in bed." But for me, I was like,
0: "Yes." You well, you that was intentional though, Becky. You chose to frame that, and not just frame it, but you set it. You said it, you said it to your closest person, right? Mm-hmm. To your husband. And so acknowledging, we're going back to what we've been talking about kind of all along. We're acknowledging it. We're seeking it out. We're looking for the gifts in the situation. And then we're speaking it. Mm-hmm. I love you. Literally just being with you, Courtney Brown, makes me feel like a better human. Just being <laughs> in your presence. I'm not just yes. saying that. You understand. Courtney, we've had we've had one Particular situation where Courtney and I saw each other at a social thing, mm-hmm, yeah, and it's almost I was there. like did we like even not? Your, it was like your like, eyes met across the room, and you had a conversation <laughs> without saying without anything, saying any words, and then Just, we had an actual conversation. Right? Yes, but. It's truly it's that it's that Mm -hmm. you guys, it comes back to connection and, and really truly looking people in the eyes, by the way, you can see them, we saw each other. And then we talked for real with actual words. But I think that this is where connection begins. It goes back to what we talk about a lot with positioning yourself position yourself by being that person, be that friend. Who's there and who exudes openness and open heartedness to receive people when they hit that place or even when they don't. Yeah. Even when they need to be seen without even thinking that they're going through something particularly challenging.
2: I think that is the, we all, every human wants to be seen and heard.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: It's a basic need. It's a
2: basic need and it's the thing that, um, it's the gift I want to give others and it's the gift I'd like to receive and how do I start it's by it's by seeing someone else you Mm -hmm. model it you are the example Mm -hmm. of it yeah and um then it goes a step further when not you know when you can then be the voice to it Mm -hmm. and give it a voice and say you're not alone in that you know we don't I don't know what it, Becky? I don't know what it's like to have cancer. I have never had cancer, mm-hmm. right? But I know, I know pain. I know sorrow. Yeah. I know grief. I can't sit with you in the experience of it, but I can sit in the emotion of it with mm. you. Oh, I love that. So you're we. I don't know every footstep you've walked. I won't, and you don't know mine. Mm-hmm. But we've experienced those same emotions,
0: and that's where we can meet. Mm. It's compassion. It's real compassion. And I think that that's one of the most important things that we can understand is that it's not our job to try to fix other people's yeah. problems or minimize can't. them or sugarcoat you can't, them
1: even if you if, even if you wanted to or even can't. try to understand it we can't
0: possibly understand everybody's everything's mm-hmm. that's not our job or responsibility and oh my goodness doesn't that feel really heavy that's not what we should do but we certainly can show up and owning our own stories in a way that gives people permission that's what I'm really hearing from you Courtney when we own our own stories and we stand in our own truth and we speak to it and we really embrace every part of who we are, yeah. it truly gives permission to other people to do the same. And we need that. We need
2: that light. We need people. Oh, my goodness. Can you imagine mm-hmm. the light that would fill this earth mm. if we all lived into that version of the world, that we owned who we are so much that we weren't concerned with mm-hmm. the... The comparison and the competition. totally.
1: Yeah. It would just be walking together. It would
2: just be walking together. That's so Mm. beautifully said. And showing up for one another. Yeah. And sitting and standing and holding space Mm -hmm. instead of telling or controlling
0: or knowing. It would just be being together. Uh, Yeah. Do you guys feel as you're listening a little bit lighter and a little bit more like your heart is full with just that much more love for those around you? Don't you want to be seen? Can you? Can we all do a le- little better about seeing others and meeting well, them and where seeing, they are?
1: Seeing ourselves mm. and meeting ourselves where we are. Yeah. Let's have a little more love and compassion for ourselves so that we can have the courage to truly be open and show others who we are in all of our forms and I
2: think sometimes that's the hardest part mm, for sure is having compassion for ourselves agree and so if we can
0: start start there
2: start there mm. and if we're really terrible at that like I am <laughs>
0: uh,
2: start with what you have with what you know yeah
0: you know yeah you're an inspired person Courtney <sighs> yes thank you, you are. thank you seriously from the bottom of our hearts for adding your voice for opening your mouth and for not shrinking into your problems Really, it's it's my honor. It's a
2: privilege. Um, it's super scary. Mm. Very vulnerable, but I'm a firm believer that um,
0: nothing good comes <laughs>
2: unless you're willing to be brave.
0: There's a whole lot of people right now yeah. who want to connect with you. Where do they find you?
2: Um, you can find me personally on Instagram at Courtney Ellen Brown. Uh, you can connect with Sense of Style. It's Sense of Style all over the internet. Mm-hmm.
0: C-E-N-T-S.
2: Like dollars and cents. Yes, mm-hmm. Sense of Style. Um, so, yeah. That's
0: where she is, you guys. And there's it, there's no question in my mind that when you – As you listen to Courtney, if this is the end of you kind of being influenced by her, you're a better person for having heard the things that she has shared. But I have a feeling that you're going to want to continue connecting with her. And like like Courtney said, that's not even her purpose to have like this platform per se and this like big Instagram account. She's doing what she feels called to do, and it's reaching who needs to be reached. And so Mm -hmm. if you feel like that's a piece that you – know that you can benefit from go connect with her. So thank you, Courtney. Thank you for being on the show with us.
2: Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening.
0: Thank you guys. And thanks friends for carving out the time to listen and for joining us in this continued conversation about cultivating a good life. Nothing we have said is more important than the specific things you have felt that are personal for you. We invite you to write down those promptings you feel, and most importantly, act on them. We love you. We're cheering you on, and we look forward to being with you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Does It sound Sounds closer, b- further back. A little, a little closer. A little hot? No, we're good. L- You're not hot. Coming
1: in hot, Courtney Brown. She always is. Yeah, you is are. What
0: I do. <laughs> it's what I do. It's, it's how who I, I do. am. <laughs> Becky, let me oh, hear you. That's awesome. I'm going
1: to do the Brooke Walker sound check again. Okay, do it. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Pop. That's <laughs> that how Brooke is Walker does the Brooke it. Brooke Walk. I'm familiar. Yes. And then she, she goes one, two, that. three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Pop. You're very red. Well, that's why you do the pop, to see how red you go.